Hey guys, welcome to the Sound Cave. Uh, I did one of these videos the other day, and uh, I put a lot of work into it. And uh, for some reason, it's uh, not for some reason. I, uh, I used a piece of copyrighted music, so it got flagged by YouTube. Uh, so here we are. I gotta do another one. Uh, it's okay. Um, so basically, uh, I wanted to do some videos based on, um, you know, I've had friends hit me up text me, Facebook, whatever, uh, asking about how to get started on basic, um, you know, basic noob audio setup, uh, something that's not going to be too complicated, something that's relatively affordable. Um, you know, my buddy, just for case and example, my buddy Ryan hit me up recently and was like, hey man, can you put me together something and uh, I'll come over to my place and help me set it up. I said, sure, dude. I said, I love doing that kind of stuff. Um, so I decided, you know, I would do a video on, uh, what I put together for Ryan, uh, as far as, uh, components, speakers, um, little tips, whatnot. Um, and then a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about here in the video, I'll link in the description and then I'll do a sound check so you can hear how it actually sounds. Um, I can't really do a vinyl sound check cause I'm still figuring out all the copyrights stuff to play on vinyl um, I'll get back on that uh, so I'm just gonna jump right into it um, the first thing that I that you want to think about when you're putting together a setup like this is uh, your budget uh, which is basically what I said to Ryan he said where do I start I said usually we start with speakers but before any of that you got to figure out what you're what you're willing to spend um, which is a big part of this hobby um, so he, you know he gave me his budget and it's totally manageable and that's just what I'm gonna go with today so it's definitely under a thousand dollars actually probably closer to like seven or eight hundred um, all together that's just basically everything put together um, you would have a nice little vinyl uh, desktop um, you know dining room living room whatever kind of setup it's and it's gonna be contained small not gonna take up a lot of space very easy to manipulate and to grow with. Um, so the first thing I told him to get were uh, uh, speakers. So we'll go right into the speakers. So the speakers, I mean, that's the most important part of your sound. That's where everything is coming out of. Uh, you don't want to cheap out. You don't want to buy. I mean, you want to get the right speaker for your room and also for what your power demands are. Uh, so, I mean, it's a real easy, like for everybody i mean there's a reason why these are mass marketed sold at best buy clip speakers are super easy to drive they're high sensitivity so that means it doesn't take a lot of power to make them sing um so like when you're dealing with desktop setup stuff that's you know the amplification is not going to be super high um you know they're a great they're just a great choice and they look great pretty much anywhere all their speakers are nice looking with the copper spun uh, woofers and the horn tweeters are super cool um, usually on the desktop I mean I have them so the, the pair of speakers that I I told Ryan to get were um, the Klipsch RM R51Ms uh, you can get them now they were cheap there for a while during COVID was a great time to buy speakers and audio equipment because everything was on sale you know they were trying to stimulate the economy doesn't mean they're not going to do it again. Right now, Klipsch is actually doing a 50% off sale on a lot of their stuff. These, I think, are back-ordered right now. Um, but either way, you could buy them on eBay, slightly used, open box. You're not going to pay more than... Uh, I wouldn't pay more than 250 for these speakers. I think I got them at one point for like under 200 
slightly open box or slightly used or open box B stock, whatever eBay. I mean, I don't know. It's a gamble and most of the time it pays off. So, you know, I did it and it's, these are easily my favorite, um, all around throw them anywhere speakers. Uh, you can put them in a tube setup. You can put them on your desktop. You can actually be, I mean, I had them driving my, my front channel in my home theater. Um, they're, they're that good. I mean, they're, uh, they're eight ohm speakers. Uh, their power rating is 85 Watts. I mean, that's like peak, but it really, I mean, it, it takes next to nothing to drive these and make them sound super sweet. Um, they're high treble. It's a horn tweeter. So it's going to be a little bit more, uh, you know, trebly. Uh, the bass isn't too great. If you want to, Add a subwoofer later on. It's probably a good option to get that nice full sound. We can go into that later. Uh, but these are awesome. The Clips R51Ms. Uh, I throw them and they have great, these magnetic covers. They just snap back on. Uh, Five-way binding post in the back. So you can uh, either hardwire it with bare wire. You can do banana plugs. You do speed connectors. Whatever you want. Uh, they're super easy to use. And, uh, and you know, they're not super big. They're, I think they're just the right size. They're a little bit... Oversized for a normal desktop. I use them on mine just because I love getting that I mean, it's just such a clear crisp sound and uh, they're just super easy to drive um, I'm actually gonna rehook these back up so we can do our sound demo real quick here uh, My desktop setup So my desktop setup is basically the same I'm using the same uh, amplifier that I'm gonna be promoting in this video it's just uh same exact chipset same exact um german japanese amplifier base um but it's just a different form it's all balanced so that means i can run all balanced xlr cables out of it why i don't know you get it's a little bit more power a little bit more clarity maybe i don't know nerd stuff so anyway um so you know i told him to get those and the, the other option and these are really pretty. I got these for steel during COVID as well. Uh, those clips I didn't get during COVID, but I just happened to get them a good deal on eBay. These I got, these were run, these are Yamo, J-A-M-O, S803s. So these run, I mean, retail, I think they're $299 a pair. And uh, I think now you can get them, the white is like out of stock everywhere. Because Z-Reviews, uh, you know, the Z-Effect... He's a YouTube reviewer. Um, these are one of his speakers that he was blowing one time. And, you know, they blew up. I just happened to get lucky and found them on Amazon for $125 during COVID-19. <laughs> during, like, the midst of the whole thing. So they're beautiful. They're white. They have, like, a wedge design. They also have a top. Um, so basically you can hook up. There's a set of Atmos speakers. So if you want to, you know, these come as part of a home theater setup. Uh, you can put the Atmos top firing speakers and they just clip right into the tops here i don't use it i, I don't i'm not a big I'm, I'm not into atmos yet so it doesn't matter to me but it's good to know um <laughs> they have the five-way binding post on the back these top ones are for if you get the atmos you can hook it you can just wire it into that so you're going to use the bottom ones same way nice five-way binding posts um these have more of a they have a front firing woofer um, so they're definitely more bass, more in your face, uh, more of a U-shaped sound, uh, a lot of bass, a lot of treble, not as much mid-range as the Klipsch, but they look super nice, and they have these beautiful linen 
magnetic covers, uh, this gray linen. So like, I mean, in the right setup, these look really, really sweet. I had these with a set of white uh, desktop stands that are like at an angle that I bought just for these or like stainless steel. I still use them on my desk for my, for my other ones, but these ones look great, sound great. Uh, another, actually Yamo is now owned by Klipsch. So similar build quality. These are actually more of a substantial speaker. They're a little bit bigger. Um, they might put out a little bit more. Uh, they're not as high sensitivity, but they're still, for what I bought them for, I was like, this is the steel of the century. I'll probably never get rid of them. Um, I don't really have a spot for them at the moment because I have so many setups, but I like to rotate speakers because I just get tired of a certain sound. And that's the great thing about this thing is like you just you never have too many speakers because you you change the speaker you change the whole the whole dynamics of the sound um, regardless of your amplifier or your vinyl or whatever. So those are your speakers uh, that I'll recommend today. Uh, the other one would be like a set of Elax debut uh, 2.0 6.2s or whatever. The new the new Elac debuts uh, they're like 279 a pair. Super well-rounded, uh, more of an audiophile type speaker, more neutral. Um, these speakers I'm showing today have a little bit more. They're shout, a little bit more shouty, a little bit more of a U shape to the sound. Uh, the Elac's going to give you more of a neutral sound, flat. Um, some people like that. Uh, I, I find the Elac's kind of boring, but they're still uh, still a great speaker, um, great build quality, super neutral sound, uh, and the price for under 300 bucks can't beat it. Um, next up would be the amplifier. So I got this little guy. So this is, this is an SMSL SA300. So they sell these on Amazon for $140. They're class D, um, German, Japanese, Infineon, this new technology, new amplifier chip. Uh, it's got a DAC built into it. So a digital analog converter for those that don't know takes your digital signal from your music, uh, whether it's your phone, Bluetooth, or from your USB, from your computer, whatever, um, and then it converts it to analog to give it a smoother, you know, it smooths out the sound, makes it more crisp, more clear. It's got a decent DAC in it. It's not the best, but it's an all-in-one. You don't have to buy an outboard DAC if you're, you know, especially if you're just getting started and you're not, you're not really used to hearing stuff anyway, it's going to sound fantastic. Uh, you can hook it up in the back. It's got a Bluetooth Right here, it's got the little Bluetooth antenna. Um, it's got USB input in here, so you could run your computer USB wire right into here. Uh, it's got the, the two, you know, it's got nice binding posts on the back for your speakers. They're real close together, so you can't get super huge. Uh, you know, I would run 14 gauge or 16 gauge cable. I wouldn't run 12 gauge cable into these. 14 is my favorite. It's just great all around uh, speaker wire. It's the easiest. It's just thick enough, but not too thick where you're going to have issues getting into these smaller binding posts. Uh, you have RCA ins as well. So if you want to run your record player into this, plug and play. Just change it to line in. So you have line in, USB, and Bluetooth. Those are your three main function options on this thing. It's got a nice uh, digital readout. Easy to scroll through. It comes with an awesome remote control as well, so you can control everything by remote. Your volume, your functions, your EQs. It comes with like five or six different preset EQs. Um, I usually just keep it on tone. So I just, you know, 
put the treble at like five and I put the bass at like one. And this thing puts out just really clean, crisp sound. 80 watts per channel is what it's advertised as. It's probably closer to 40 or 50 real watts. Um, but it's enough to blow your face off uh, from, uh, you know, eight inches away at your desktop. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, it's enough to fill a large room with the right set of speakers. These set, This sounds great with the, the Yamo, those white Yamo S803s that I just showed you. Sounds even better with the Klipsch R51Ms. Um, whatever you throw at it, this thing will power it with ease. I actually powered an old set of uh, Paradigm speakers, huge floor standers. The, this thing drove them beautifully. So, I mean, 80 watts, I'm not sure it's all that, but it's, it's definitely probably between you know 40 and 60, uh, which is more than you'll ever need, especially if you're just starting out, if you have a smaller room, if it's, especially if it's desktop, you're never going to need to put the volume. This thing, the volume goes up to 60. I never need to put it up over 40, 45. Uh, otherwise, it's just ear blistering loud. And then it will start to distort, of course. Um, I love these. This thing is awesome. Uh, I love it, how small it is. You can take it with you to parties with a set of speakers. Um, if you know, you're know you going somewhere and somebody's like, I don't really have a good setup, like boom, this thing, I mean, you can fit it anywhere. It fits right in the palm of your hand. It's not heavy. Uh, you just bring your speaker wire, USB cord, RCAs, whatever. Um, the Bluetooth is 5.0 Bluetooth. It's good. Has the DAC built into it. So anything that you go USB or uh, Bluetooth has a DAC. Um, if you run a line in, it's already analog, so that it's not going to get filtered with a DAC. So uh, the Bluetooth is not bad, and the DAC in here is not bad. Uh, like I said, you're not going to really notice too much of a difference if you're not used to hearing stuff. Uh, me personally now, I mean, and that's just kind of, I'm going to segue into the next piece of equipment that I love, and that I think everybody should have regardless of what they're running, is a, uh, it's a Blue Dento HD. It's a Bluetooth receiver, and so it's a DAC as well. So it's digital analog, so... I mean, you could hook this up into anything. Hook it up to your soundbar, hook it up to your Alexa, hook it up to your powered speakers. That's what I was doing for a long time in my garage setup. I had this hooked up to powered speakers. Um, now I actually have this hooked up to the SMSL because the Bluetooth receiver and the DAC are actually better on this. Uh, it gives a louder, cleaner signal through Bluetooth with one of these. Um, these run, you can get these under a hundred dollars. Like, I mean, easily on eBay, you can get them for like 80 bucks, sometimes even less, uh, if they're used. Um, and you can't really, I mean, it's a solid, solidly built, simple little piece of equipment, but like, I mean, the audio engine sells one of these for like close to $200. This is the same exact technology. Chinese copied it and it's just as good, if not better, uh, for under a hundred dollars. So it's the same. This one actually has two different uh, inputs. This one you can run an optical input. So if you're using this through a TV or something like that and you want to run whatever. It's got optical input, has coax, and it has RCA. So you're basically going to run whatever you're doing. These are outputs, I'm sorry. Optical output, coax output, and RCA output. So your phone or whatever is going to send the signal to the Bluetooth. Bluetooth, you're going to hook it up, and it's going to run through there. You're going to hook it up through the optical a coax. A lot of people don't have coax uh, anymore. Not as popular in America. but And then most people are just going to use the RCA outs uh, because it's going, to, it's going to carry your analog signal to whatever you're plugging it into. Powered speakers. Uh, 
one of your little amplifiers. These are great for vintage amplifiers because vintage amplifiers, there's no, it's hard to stream music to a vintage amplifier. So these take that signal, run it into the aux in the back of a vintage amplifier, like the one I got like way behind me, my old Pioneer. I was running these into that. I actually use this upstairs on my Emotiva because my Emotiva um, preamp uh, integrated amplifier, my TA100, you had to buy like a separate Bluetooth dongle for it. And I just use this when I actually use an RS Bloom HD. It's another one that really is really well. Um, they're like 120 bucks or a little bit nicer looking. I really, their Aptex, their Bluetooth might be a little bit, they might have more range. Very, I mean, 120 bucks. These are about 80 bucks. I have these all over the place. I have three of them. I have one of these. I have an RS Bloom HD and then I have a Blue Dento, um, just a, a regular this is like the top of the line hd blue dento and then i have a, uh, a cheaper one that i got for like 50 or 60 bucks that i use upstairs on my vintage stereo in my bedroom setup they're awesome i mean just the signal the sound like bluetooth doesn't have to suck anymore like people complain about how bluetooth is choppy and it sounds like shit it does i mean some of the stuff that they're coming out with now bluetooth actually it's never going to compete with direct line signal like analog or anything or cds or you know flak files but for most 90 98 percent of the people are never going to notice the difference uh but for the two percent that really want to hear the best sound these things are awesome and they're super easy to use they pair with your phone they pair with whatever super super quick um you can only pair one phone or one um device at a time with these though that's the only problem with the smsl's bluetooth this little amplifier i just showed you I think you could pair as many devices as this at once, and then once you, you know, you can clear them really easily. Uh, in the, it tells you how to do everything in the um, instructions. So uh, we got down Bluetooth, we got down the amplifier. Um, so Ryan, my buddy, was like, you know, I want to be able to do all that stuff and still be able to have uh, vinyl as well. I mean, it was the main driving force, but I wanted to give him something that he could do everything with. So that's why I recommended that amp, that Bluetooth receiver. Uh, there's a little extra I threw in there. Um, the speakers, both of those, he's probably gonna get the clips. Uh, and the next thing I had up was uh, the record player. So the turntable, uh, Fluence uh, RT84 or RT85. They're two, of their, two of their top of the line models. It's a Canadian company beautiful turntables it's it's behind me can't really see it from here and i have my phone set up uh on a stand and everything and hooked up to my, my microphone otherwise i would drag it over there and show you how beautiful it is uh just recently got it i mean the the needle alone is worth like half the price of the turntable uh the turntable the rt84 runs like 450 and then this one's 500 um I mean, you're paying. I mean, for that fifty dollar upgrade to the RT eighty five, you're getting a um, a three pound solid acrylic platter, which is gorgeous, and just deadens the sound beautifully. Uh, super easy to set up. Takes five minutes, and you're running your records. Um, beautiful S shaped tone arm. You know, Ortofon two M blue cartridge. Uh, just the sound quality is through the roof. Uh, right out of the box. I mean, it's still breaking. The needle's still actually breaking in for me right now. But for right now, it's. I mean, I have it hooked up to my my tube amp setup. Um, I love it. Uh, Fluence, cool company. Uh, another 
good company to check out. Orbit, um, their U-turn turntables, uh, any of theirs. I mean, they started $180, you know, for the bare bones ones. But you can get them. What's cool about the the Orbits is you can get them in a lot of different colors. Um, you know, they get a little pricey because they kind of hit you with uh, every time you add something. So you can customize your table from scratch. You uh, Orbit is an American company based in Massachusetts, Boston. Uh, they build everything here. They source most of their stuff here. So if that's important to you, cool company. Um, I've heard a lot of good stuff. I've never owned an Orbit turntable yet. Um, I just like the look of the Fluences better. They're a little bit more higher-end looking. Uh, and the cartridge, I mean, to throw in that Ortofon 2M Blue, which is a 200 something dollar cartridge, in with that table, I mean, it's like half the cost of the table. Uh, so it's like, how they, they've got to be losing money on these tables unless it's just sheer volume, uh, which is what's making them money. Um, so the Orbits are good. Uh, Fluence, uh, Audio Technica, been around forever. Solid turntables. The LP120 is a, is a good go-to. I mean, it looks like a DJ turntable, but you throw the right cartridge on it, you're going to get just as good quality. Uh, it's really, it's all in the needle and the tone arm. Um, they're big, they're heavy, they're solid, they, they last forever. Um, you know, are they audiophile quality? No, most people new to this are not going to be able to tell the difference. I would just skip the 60 and get the 120, um, and then they get even pricier with the LP3s, LP4, LP5, LP7s. Um, they're the more audiophile type tables from Audio-Technica. I actually have an LP40WN upstairs um, that I bought very early in this hobby. I was about 300 bucks. Uh, Guitar Center, I just, you know, got on a finance plan for a couple months, and, uh, you know, whatever. It's... $300 turntable, I adjusted the cartridges on it, it sounds almost as good as this Fluence, which is a little bit more pricey, um, and it looks almost as nice. Uh, Sound-wise, little. it's a lighter table, has some more wow and flutter uh, as far as like rumble and stuff like that, it's more a little bit more susceptible to uh, vibration and stuff, but still, I mean, for just getting into this thing, I definitely recommend it. That's the Audio-Technica LP40WN Guitar Center sells them. You can go and pick them up right now. Um, and uh, other than, you know, I don't think you get them on Amazon right now. eBay maybe uh, or Audio-Technica Direct. Um, Audio-Technica is good. Orbit, Fluence, and uh, I'm trying to think of another good entry-level turntable. Um, those are the ones I would stick with. They're, they're going to last you forever. Uh, and they're, you know, you can grow with them. You can, they're easily modifiable as far as, as far as their cartridges, um, uh, which is what, you know, the cartridge is what sits in the head shell, which houses the, the stylus, which is also the needle, um, for people that aren't aware, you know, know the terminology. Uh, so, you know, and I was like, you know, you have that, get the Fluence RT84, RT85. They don't come with a phono preamp. So you need a phono preamp to take the signal um, you know, the phono signal is very small and, uh, quiet, and then you have to amplify it in a certain way. So that's what a phono preamp does. So phono, you just think phono, and that means record or turntable or vinyl. Uh, phono cartridge, you know, phono preamps, you can get them from lots of companies. Um, there's lots of them out there. They run super cheap. 
to really expensive. Um, I would get a, uh, I mean, most people start out with the Art DJ2 Pre. Uh, it's like 60 bucks on Amazon. Um, works fine. I, I liked it. I, I have had an Emotiva XPS1 uh, that I got used on Amazon. Normally they run like $200. I think I got it for like 85 bucks used on uh, from an Amazon seller, believe it or not. It's an awesome solid state. Um, just no, just bare bones, does the job. Uh, it's not going to knock you out of the park, but most people, it's just going to amplify that sound way better than a, a built-in amplifier uh, that they put in some of these turntables. And most of the phono sections on a lot of your amplifiers and receivers nowadays, they don't put a big, uh, they don't put a lot of money into developing a good phono stage for the, you know, in the back of the receivers. A lot of them will have that where you can hook up your turntable to them. Anymore, I think anything in the last 15, 20 years, is, I think they sound like shit, to be honest. I think it's worth to spend the actual 100 or 200 hours on a good uh, external phono preamp. Um, so, you know, the Art DJ 2 Pre, Emotiva, XPS 1, um, and I'll link all these at the end of the video um, to make it easier for you, um, make more work for myself, but because uh, it is tedious. Um, the next thing, uh, so I told Ryan, this is what I recommended. I said, listen, dude, I said, just get one of these. They're 70 bucks on Amazon. You get a couple, uh, you upgrade the tubes in them. So it's a tube phono preamp, <laughs> super cool looking. Uh, when you turn it on, they, they light up this cool blue color. Um, so basically this takes the signal, amplifies it, gives it a little tube buffer, gives it a warm sound, um, once you hear the sound of these, then you understand a little bit better. It's hard to explain. It's just things are a little bit more rounded off, uh, deeper bass, um, just a warm, tuby, mellow sound. Uh, but they'll sound. It's a it's a buffer. It's a hybrid. So it's not full tube. It's got an electronic chip and just a tube buffer. Upgrade the tubes on this. They come with Chinese tubes that suck. Uh, these tubes I got from Riverstone Audio. They're five six five fours. When you buy this, you can literally see, like, when you scroll down, it'll say uh, other items bought with this normally, you know, when you're on Amazon. These tubes are right there. Riverstone Audio sells them for, like, 25 bucks. So just buy this. Buy the upgraded tubes. Uh, you can upgrade the power supply. It comes with a 12-volt. Uh, I think it's, like, a half or one amp. I upgraded it to a 12-volt 3-amp. Definitely made a difference. The power supply, uh, get a little bit more juice running through it. Um, they just sell you these, you know, they have cookie cutter 12 volt, 12 volt um, wall warts that they run with these things. Just get a better power supply if you want. You don't have to. Um, I'm just nuts, and I did. <laughs> but, uh, but definitely upgrade the tubes. So for under $100, this is all you're going to need for a phono preamp, especially to start out. Um, and it also, on the front, if you can see it, there's actually an RCA out. So it's actually a three and a half millimeter headphone jack. So you could run another source into this and use this as a preamp. So it's a phono preamp and then it's a stereo preamp as well. Um, I use it. I actually run a, um, when I want to listen to music streaming, I have a digital analog player, a little FIO M6 that I will plug into the art. It has an RCA splitter into a um, three and a half millimeter headphone jack running into this this actually has a gain control too so you can turn the volume up or down like three different levels uh which is great but i can run that into this and then 
run it from the RCAs into my tube amp, straight to my tube amp. Um, and I also run, I mean, I just keep this plugged into my tube amp all the time because it does both. I can stream music through it and I can run my, um, my vinyl record player into it. So it's got the phono hookups here and it has a ground cable hookup here. Bang for buck, this thing is great. This is one of my favorite purchases that I've done in the past year as far as, uh, you know, audiophile stuff. I love it. Can't recommend it more. Fozzy Audio Phono Tube Preamp on Amazon. Um, all this stuff, you're just going to need uh, speaker wire. Like I said, 14 gauge, oxygen free copper speaker wire, whatever. Buy 100, 100 feet of it for like 20 something bucks and then buy yourself a nice set of uh, Media Bridge or Monster banana plugs. Um, and if you don't know how to hook up speaker wire or put together those kind of things, hit me up, text me, whatever. I'm not going to get into it in this video. Uh, it's super easy. Or you could just, I mean, you could just straight wire everything. Uh, I just think it's kind of a pain in the ass. Once you get, once you have banana plugs and you see how easy they are to rotate speakers, rotate equipment. If you're not going to be doing a lot of that, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's fine. But I just find it's much cleaner, much easier to move equipment around if you have banana plugs or spade connectors. Um, I use both. I'm trying to think what else. I think that's everything as far as like a, a, a good base of like a nice little setup that you can put anywhere. You could have it on your desktop. Um, you could have it in your dining room. I think Ryan's going to have it in like his dining room bar area. So that's kind of like what I budgeted this whole setup around. Uh, you know, he wants to bring ladies back to the pad or or his boys or whatever and be able to play some nice music and you know it's a conversation piece the fluence you know turntable is definitely gonna it's a looker it's definitely gonna get attention um you know so the last thing last but not least i'll do a quick my computer logged me out i'll do a quick um sound demo uh that won't get me copyright infringement because i figured out that you could uh youtube has you know their own set of Muzak um, titles that you can pick without and play them without getting nailed because uh, you know it's it's crazy nowadays with the um, copyright laws and how good they are at detecting these stuff in videos like right away. I played like three seconds of a, a Krangbin song and it was like literally like yeah can't do that. So uh, what we have here is uh, it's like a little jazz number. It's called Peacefully by Ease Jimmy Jams. Sounds great. Super clear, super smooth. we could throw on something some of this music is terrible these remind me of like the music 
choices that you get in like video games, like when you're playing like EA Sports. Anyway, you get you get the point. Um, it's a great setup. It's gonna sound fantastic anywhere you put it. Uh, just do what I told you. If you guys have any questions, concerns, let me know. Hit me up on Facebook or text me. These videos are just for mainly my friends anyway, and for anybody that's on the Mellow Maniacs page, I'll post this to that as well. Take care, guys. Mm -hmm.